so this is kind of our first ever after show. We don't really, um, we haven't done this before, but we have been doing two episodes a week since Topic Thunder started. And we don't have a Topic Thunder to drop on this on this Friday. So we got After the Fear. So we're going to After the Fear, yeah. Um, we just finished up our conversation with Garrett. Uh, and... It was pretty cool, honestly. I, I we haven't done a straight up interview in a while, and uh, he slotted in nicely. I felt like. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I've talked to Garrett and kind of followed him on Instagram for a long time. It did blow my mind that he's still fucking twenty four. I was like joking when I said he was twenty four, and he was. I thought he was more like twenty seven, twenty eight. Um, but yeah, talk about someone just diving deep into what they love to do. The dudes about it, and uh, which is funny because um, we talked about it in the episode, but. Like, the work he does for powerlifting is all the stuff that's not fun. Yeah. You know, like, commentating, that's kind of, like, fun here and there. But, like, the organizing and the growing and the the, the logistics of the back end and, and all this stuff. And I guess consulting, which is a broad term, <laughs> any, yeah. any industry you use it, yeah. consulting is cool. Like, I would be a sick consultant because <laughs> I sit down, I brainstorm, and then I leave, <laughs> and you do the work. Right. Like, yeah. consulting is the dream job. Um, but he does have good ideas, and he has a very analytical brain. So him looking at... You know, whether it be the weight class distribution, which was a hot topic about a month ago, mm-hmm. when he's talking about money and building up the sport, when he's talking about audience and and how to make viewership go up, et cetera, et cetera. Um, he has a good analytical brain for it, and he obviously has a passion for it. But uh, yeah, it's not for me the analytical shit. No, I don't think so. And and like one of the things that's kind of historically been a problem with with powerlifting past a certain I don't know probably past the early 2000s is is, is find, finding meat promoters yeah I mean yeah. I true, mean true, true. The or whole, sponsors or yeah all yeah, of it yeah. all that stuff yeah. like the the WPO initially fell apart because a lot of you know prize money was promised and there wasn't sponsorship behind that yeah. well and that's where you know Gary and I will probably always disagree and I would love the sport to grow and it'd be fucking sick because I think it's I think it, the the truth is about the sport is that it is better for the individual than any other sport meaning like UFC fighters probably get sick fulfillment from winning a fight mm-hmm. right like probably fulfillment that no other sport gets mm-hmm. it can't be like hitting a deadlift PR like punching another human out has to be a feeling <laughs> unlike any other and how hard they train etc cetera, yeah. etc cetera. Um, but powerlifting is truly for the individual you know what I mean yeah. like like the chances you win a meet or whatever, depending on where you compete, the chances you hit a PR are really high. But um, I just don't, like we said, and I love it, you know, and, and it was a great production and, and everyone did great work at the hybrid meet. I, I, I mean, zero shade towards them. It was very well done. Right. Um, but they probably averaged 2,500 viewers for a whole thing. Uh, and, and and Garrett even mentioned it, like Russ Swole, shout out to Russ Orhi, the homie, Russ puts up one YouTube video, gets 100,000 views. Right. And it's not because he's just doing deadlifts on there. Right. He's not just deadlifting and talking about his lat activation. Mm-hmm. It's because he's got personality. It's because he's showing his outfits. It's showing what he eats. Like the person is so much more entertaining than the sport. Mm-hmm. And it, and it, it, and in this particular sport, it's always going to be that way. And I, I don't, I don't, I don't, until we, until we're deadlifting on the moon and there, my hair is on fire and I run with a hundred, hundred pounds, you know, like it's just not there. Uh, and he compared it to CrossFit and I, I disagree there too. Like CrossFit's one, the sport changes, which I don't agree with as a coach, yeah. but as a viewer there, you never know what's about to happen. You don't right. know what it's going to look like. But even that, I would say like the viewership is just the, the, the attraction to the eye is just not there. It's way more dynamic than, 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 
um, powerlifting, like I watched the Waterpalooza just as much at them on the two screens this weekend, and they basically did a triathlon. Mm-hmm. But even that, you know, like it's cool to see a meathead do a triathlon. Like mm-hmm. that's different than seeing, you know, like a triathlete type body do it. But even that, same idea. Who, who, what's the most watched triathlon of all time? And then you take that versus my homie Nick Bear's vlog of doing triathlon training. Mm-hmm. He crushes it. You know what right. I mean? So like, and why? Because Nick's um, well-spoken, good-looking dude, shares interesting insights into his training, his food, his life, his personal life, his business. There, there's other aspects to it. And obviously I am biased coming, all my homies are on YouTube. Um, but you could argue I'm just as biased in powerlifting, right? Like I met you powerlifting not youtubing right um i'm a powerlifter i i do these things i'm just i maybe maybe you can say that i'm jaded you could say that i'm a hater um but i think i'm realistic i think i'm realistic about it and i think the sport can grow but i don't think it's gonna get to what people want it to do even crossfit weightlifting's coming out of the olympics mm-hmm. that's that's a that's a punch to all our meathead dicks Right. Like that's not just weight, right? Like that's that's a knock saying like this wasn't entertaining enough for anyone, right? And that's mm-hmm. probably way more popular worldwide than than these other sports. And it's something that I certainly saw a bunch of times. And there are times that I would really wanted to do kind of a road to sort of documentary yeah. about some whatever and and anytime you try to commit to that, what ends up happening is that person fucking gets injured and they don't ever do the meet right. that you're expecting or they get or they bomb during the meet, right. they bombed on the squat or whatever, especially back in the in the multiply days. Yeah. People bombed on the squat and there was no story to follow. Yeah. You had to try to find that, you know, what other competitor th- that might have done something interesting or might do something interesting in the meet probably won't. Or or in their life, you would hope. Or in their right. life. Yeah, yeah. Which, which, which you go again and the only correlations we could draw are these other main sports and obviously it's 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 an unfair comparison for me to talk about the nba or ufc mm-hmm. but that's all we got you know like nba viewership skyrocketed when michael jordan was around mm-hmm. dude's dynamic he's fun to watch he's got a little attitude about him he dresses a little different he's driving a ferrari around the olympics for no reason in italy like all these little things add and not that there's not personalities in powerlifting, but there's less because there's just less people yeah and by nature of the sport it attracts a different type of person not only popularity is the talent pool going to be less but the personality pool is going to be less right it's just a smaller uh, grouping of folks mm-hmm. but then we're, we're looking at the nba and how dynamic the sport is and how cerebral like maybe not cerebral is the right term i don't know what the definition would be or the correct language but like because powerlifting is kind of cerebral too but like in a monk style way where like dynamic and statics the easiest thing i can think of but you know like the brain function in basketball there's so much shit going on when you're powerlifting, nothing's going on, <laughs> right? Like that's just the truth. Like you're not, you're not, you're not solving the next move when you're deadlifting. Yeah. And in basketball, as soon as you catch the ball, you're solving the next play. In yeah. football, Tom Brady takes that hike and he's solving eight different things at the same time, right? So just the the, the by nature, um, by nature of what you would inter- Hey Jim, how'd that deadlift feel? Fucking heavy. Hey Peyton Manning, what did you see on fourth and, and two when there was double cover? You know, like there's just more shit, and there's, that's that's where I <laughs> jokingly just sh- shut off Garrett. I was like, you can't argue that there's more variability in a deadlift outcome than there is in a basketball play. Oh, or in a deadlift yeah, setup. Right? Yeah, and he's, mean, like, he's like, you the, can grind, <laughs> Garrett. I love you, and you can't tell me you can grind a million different ways. And maybe hypothetically you can because we're all unique, and each motion in life is going to be slightly different. But that doesn't make it interesting. There's a level of minutia, like but, but like yeah. uh, attention to minutia that you have to uh, 
achieve yeah. for that to see that sort of variation. And 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 even if you can witness that, is that really mentally stim- or, or visually stimulating? No, right? Like no, it's, it's just not because oh, you, you're not seeing it, it in enough detail for it to be discernible most of the time. Even unless, in you video know. games, like battle royales are still kind of the thing. It's because each time you land the game, it, although the map is the same, your interactions with the environment and other players around you is so different. You're yeah. going to fight in a different place. Something's good. Basketball is the same way. You can run the exact same basketball play, but a defender, someone's going to guard it just different or reaction time is going to be just different that it's going to feel and look different. The minutia in a deadlift is different every time you pull it, but the variance within that is so small. Not even, not even good coaches can see it, mm-hmm. but the, but the minutia could be even, there could even be a pretty big variance and the end outcome could be the exact same. Yeah, you can make a lift, you know, a million different ways. Doesn't make it exciting to the eye. And, and again, you can call me a hater, you can call me jaded, uh, but I think a lot of these are facts. And and the truth is, maybe the right people weren't put in place in the fifties and sixties when powerlifting started. But powerlifting is not that new of a sport, and it's taken this long to even get where we are. The NBA is not that that old. If you compare it to powerlifting, right? Like yeah. the NFL's not that old. Baseball's not that old if you compare it to powerlifting. And look where it's gotten. And that's for a reason. That's just for a reason. Um, a thing about a, about team sports and about a lot of other kinds of competition is that even if the the person who's sort of the star of of a particular game is out of the game for whatever for whatever reason. <clears throat> The outcome of the game is still important Very. to fans. Yeah, one hundred percent. And that is not true of powerlifting yep. either. Yep. You know, I mean, for obvious reasons. For obvious reasons. But yeah, and even the UFC. I mean, obviously, it's just so different, right? Like, you want to see someone fucking get knocked out. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care if that sounds wrong or not. You're watching the UFC for something crazy to happen because mm-hmm. crazy shit happens. You don't want something. I don't wish it upon anyone, and I don't want to see anything crazy happen in powerlifting. You want to see a completed lift. That's what everyone wants to see. Right. Right. It's hard to get really up for that. Yeah. No, there there are there are a lot of challenges yeah. to 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 what he's trying to accomplish. And he, and he can and, grow it and he already has and yeah. I and I think he will succeed at growing it further and I think he will legitimize it in many ways and and he's talking about, you know, paying people and getting a full-time career and all that and I think it's possible and I think he he's the right person for the job and I believe in him and I, and I told him off air anyway you can hit me up I'll support however I can with connections and resources um so don't think I'm a total hater but it's just it's just uh there's also facts in what we're talking about, you know, and it's more than 50%. Yeah. I, I, am feeling it on yep. that point. Um, uh, just to wrap up, like we, we haven't recorded in a couple of weeks. So what's your famous favorite thing you watched, uh, all this, uh, nothing, man, there's been nothing good. Um, you haven't seen Spider-Man yet. Neither I haven't have I. seen Spider-Man just going to the theaters kind of feels weird. I'm not, you know, for no reason other than just like, for no reason I just haven't gone to the theater yeah. like once it becomes non-habit it becomes non-habit where yeah. I used to go once a month on like a Tuesday noon by myself it was kind of sick mm. I just broke that habit for obvious reasons and I haven't built it back up mm. um, do I talk about the Kevin Hart stuff so I don't like Kevin Hart that much I loved yeah. his first special um, but I think he's a little too corny sometimes and then and then the roles that people put him in he they kind of have him play himself and he's yeah. just not that great the drama he was in on Netflix solid I don't think the best thing is maybe one of the better things he's done. What's it called? No clue. Okay. (laughs) You'll find it. It's probably in the top 
20 or something. Whatever. You know? Okay. Uh, and it's a drama and uh, it's pretty good. And then there's, um, and it's obviously for PR and promo reasons, but there's basically a mini series behind the scenes of his latest tour uh-huh. um, or his latest tours when he kind of went through some drama stuff. Like I think he cheated on his wife and uh-huh. some of that. And the footage shows him in not a great light, although it was probably produced by his team. Mm-hmm. Um, but it felt very vloggy and it felt very real, um, which I highly enjoyed. And then it shows him just like dicking around with his friends. And that's when I think he's actually funny. He's mm-hmm. not doing a bit and all his funny buddies are comedians. So they're ragging on him like it's actually funny to me where some of his stand-up solid um but just his movies aren't that funny to me uh so i'd say those two things come to mind but i haven't watched anything that good sadly I, we, i'm about to watch what we're about to do next week i'm kind of excited for that yeah i know i watched the um the bourdain documentary on the plane and uh boy it was it was really good i thought yeah. it was really really good i thought it was very um i thought it was very honest in a lot of ways that i wasn't expecting it to be uh, the thing I, my favorite thing that I watched during this time was Station Eleven. So fucking good. Yeah. Uh, there is a v- completely out of the blue rap scene in it, where uh, what's the song? I think it's Excursion. Does that make sense? No clue. I don't know. Possible. Uh, possible. <laughs> I I'm 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 blanking on the name of the song. Um, that a character he creates a a. He creates a track just out of voices, like a dub track, yeah. and then raps over it as they're trapped in this high-rise apartment building during a pandemic. To pass some time. So much worse of a pandemic than what we're dealing with right now. And apparently the actor was like, if you let me do this, I will do anything else you want. That's funny. So really, really good, totally unexpected, but the whole thing is really good. It's it's sad, it's warm, it's happy, it's it's everything. Ten episodes worth of um, yeah, some uh, a different look at a at a pandemic, a different one than the one that we're in now. Because like n- over ninety percent of people died in it. In the way first, different, yeah, way different kind of. Situation. Uh, I'm excited for Boba, uh, but I haven't watched. It. I'm waiting for it to all come out so I can binge her out. And I'm actually uh, surprised how few people are talking about it. Yeah, it's because it's boring. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's unfortunate. I'll yeah, watch it I mean. Way. Uh, I'm gonna keep watching it, but it, it yeah, but a little slow. It, it's it is it's slow. Yeah. It's super slow. I watched the Matrix movie. Um, it um, well, it, not it makes more sense than the third one, I think. But he ends up in like paradise or something. The third one gets weird. <laughs> I don't know what the third one. Anyway, like, well, we had this whole like thought about what the storyline would be after seeing the first one. Right, right. And none of that shit. Yeah, besides dodging out. bullets. That's the only yeah. thing that's stuck true the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The the fourth one is the most meta piece of of media I have ever consumed in the in my life. Yeah. Sadly I think that's just where we are in a lot of movies. Because apparently the Matrix exists in the Matrix. Oh like, we got layers. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Super lot of layers. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know if I'm going to watch it. Uh, well, it's free for a couple more days yeah. on on HBO Max, so probably worth it from that perspective. But um, yeah. All right. Well, we'll wrap this up. We're going to be back next week with that Bourdain documentary. We're going to record that next week. Um, Do us a favor, share it out. Brand yep. new episodes every Wednesday and Friday now. Spotify, iTunes, everywhere. Give us a rating, review. It really, really helps. Appreciate you guys, and we'll uh, catch you next time. Hey, man. DJ McDean, all the social social media. This show, fifty percent facts, where percent is a word. It's just numbers. I won't talk to you next week. Bye.